BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. You know the stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow, out of East Hall, what ain't on my name. You didn't know? You're asked to call somebody. What up? And in addition to the news that we're going to talk about, we're going to be breaking down some of the top DBs going into the NFL draft. We're going to be talking for draft purposes, and then we'll be talking about some of the top safeties that you need to be looking for, because those guys probably aren't going in the first round, at least two of them. Let's see who's up in the chat. Minnesota Marty in the house. What up? What's happening? What up, Phil? Phil in the house. If I can only find a hat. What up, Kelly? What up, Tino? Birthday twin. Hey, hey, fourth and flex in the house. Shout out to Bandy and the crew. What's going down? Here, let's get these bands. Antonio, what up, what up? We know Antonio's feeling good. Probably still on a high from Rogers, finally making it over there, right? That was the first piece of news. That we are going to talk about. What up, Devo? What's happening? And Lee in the house. What up? What hey, shout out to my birthday twin, man. I'm happy for him. <laughs> Best uh, QB they've ever had in franchise history, right? Biggest eyeballs for sure. <laughs> Greasiest hair, definitely. 
Greasy Jarvis. or non-shot, naturally oily. <laughs> potato, potato. Like, I mean. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, he even bangs out his armpit hair, bro. You remember uh, Wayne's brothers, right? TC moves in with uh, with Sean or with Sean, and he yeah. was like, uh, and Sean's like, man, you gonna take a shower one of these days? He's like, come on, brother. He was like, can't be taking showers all the time. It gets rid of my natural oils. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, he said, remember in coming to America? He said, whoa, 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 this is no chemicals, just natural juices and berries. <laughs> <laughs> you really. Hey, song, you the man. He said, don't mind me. I'm at work just listening. Appreciate you, homie. That's all good, man. Shout out to Song, bro. Let me know. I'll call a bomb threat and clear your place out. You go home early today. Jarvis said, remember to salvage your trash while it's still in the garbage can. You can salvage your trash can. Turn it into a hamper. Wear plastic dresses, aluminum foil, tuxedos, and coffee filler hats. I like Hey, listen, bro. We just, I just doubled down. I just start eating my garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just, we're like Native Americans. Nothing goes to waste, bro. Yeah. Who says we can't eat plastic? <laughs> and Antonio, you are right. Aaron Rodgers said he's wearing number eight. He's switching it up. He's going back to his college number. You know he's why he wore eight in college? Why? Steve Young? Yep. That was I a guess, that. but you keep saying that it was his favorite. I mean, he's from there. We already know. I mean, from yeah. But, Wait, but where exactly like, is he just from the Bay Area or like or like specifically or he's okay. I don't know where in Northern Cali he's from. I think he's from Shitsville, nowhere, like because he went to Chico, Chico State. Chico. Yeah, he went to Chico State. So I always assumed he was from that general area, but can then but then he also went to Cal, you know what I mean? So right. and that's where he blew up, you know what I mean? Yeah, because what did he do? He went son. to he went to Chico for like the first two years or whatever, and then transferred. Yeah, G- like that. For, yeah, I think he was an All American out of Chico. Yeah, I had a homie that went to Chico State, and we went out there to party. And I remember um, he was like, you know, he, he's a football player, so like, you know, and he was with the fraternity and whatnot. So we're at one of them frat parties, and they had a long ass staircase, and the whole staircase, the railing was a bomb, was a beer bong. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, so it's just, you know what I mean? They have bras just on their knees all day. <laughs> I could get behind this, Jarvis. He said Matthew McConaughey should play Aaron Rodgers in his biopic. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I just, can get yeah, just with an accent from the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that shit would be funny. And uh, Office Depot in the house. What up, homie? And he said uh, he's not from the city area, uh, ba- uh, but embraces Bay embraces Brady. More than Rodgers, because where is well, Chico, well Brady? Actually? I mean, Brady's from San Mateo. Yeah, I think that in San Mateo, it's a little pocket between. You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're uh, you know they got all these little sand everything, San Jose. You know what I mean? San Leandro. You know what I'm saying? Because Chico's San hella Northern Francisco, California. San Mateo, San Pablo. Because no, Chico's Pablo's Chico's hella Northern California, right? Yeah, like up like. Like it's up there, you know what I mean? Redlands like, and all that shit, right? Yeah, he's like yeah. he's not far from the American River. I'm I'm very bad geographically, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm I'm known to be like a big fish in a small pond type of motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Tino. Really- yep, we know he played for JUCO because uh, remember, I mean, he wasn't even shouting out Cal. 
when uh, like on Sunday night football and shit, he like shouted out his high school. I mean, I think he shouted out the Juco a couple times too, but like he would never shout out Cal. And I, I mean, it's just kind of weird, right? <coughs> I guess because nobody, uh, nobody wanted him uh, when he was uh, going into college. I remember Talib Khalid. He'd be like, Talib Khalid, Kansas. <laughs> he wouldn't even just say he just I, I knew he's from Texas so I'm like, oh he's just shouting out the general area in Kansas like, I don't know. yeah hey, I was, hey I was, Marty in the house what up bro what up Marty shout out to Canada Aaron Rodgers about to be like Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca you know what I mean like he's just <laughs> now you know what the craziest mind. you know what the craziest thing about this whole Darren Rodgers thing is okay so like he was like against the cap it was like 55 mil crazy ass cap hit right and like for the longest time it's all oh, aaron Rodgers. he's so selfish you know just like he always getting these big contracts there's no meat left on the bone for them to hire anyone or for them to sign anyone how come the first order of business for the jets was creating 43 mil in cap space off of his fucking deal cash over cap baby like come on man it just shows how stupid green bay is yeah and um I mean, fifteen it's mil against the cap. That's what his hit is this year. Like think about sixteen, this. we'll call it sixteen. We'll round it up. It's an organizational <sighs> thing. Green Bay, historically, as an organization, they home grow everything, and they, you know what I mean. They just that's just how they operate. You know, the Jets were kind of the same way. It's only been since the year twenty twenty when they hired Joe Douglas. Yeah, you know I mean, Joe Douglas comes from the Ozzie Newsom, who comes from the the Bill Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Type of fucking um, a, 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 a regime family tree. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. th- you know, they they quickly tried to jumpstart it and and rebuild from scratch with a, a new head coach, rookie QB. That ain't work after three years. So they're switching gears, going the veteran route, and and you know what I mean? And 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 that now they're going to be able to have a guy who could restructure his deal and they can continue to pay everyone around him because they're only real. They're, they're only really paying. Rogers and and everyone else is like, you know, like Quinn is yeah. not even paid yet. <laughs> no, and even Quincy Williams is like a team friendly s yeah, right? yeah, like friendly for him, paid. like good deal for him being like you know, uh, he ain't breaking the bank. It ain't no Roquan TJ Watt money. I mean, no, no but, he, but he's getting money enough to take care of his family. You know I mean, oh yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like outside of that, I mean, and everyone else on rookie deals right now, and they're gonna. They're gonna milk those rookie deals, you know, Sauce Gardner, fucking Garrett Wilson. So they have a nice little window here, and the next to get paid is obviously gonna be Quinnen Williams, and it's probably gonna reset the market. I mean, and it's probably gonna be this year. Like, man, I mean, they're, they're gonna. But I mean, he, this is his fifth. Is this his fifth year? 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So this is his fifth year. So technically, they don't even have to pay him this year. You know what I mean? mean, if they're gonna like, you know, franchise tag him or some shit like that, you know, like maybe they don't, but. I feel like well, only then, as time yeah. goes on is he going to get more expensive uh, at the position he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and and also they, you know, you run the upside of uh, uh, for the organization. <laughs> Already said, wait, Lazard's getting three uh, three years for thirty three mil. <laughs> it's crazy that he is one of the most paid guys on the squad right now because everyone's young. But it's but it's also one of those two year things. You know, I mean, it, it's, he's pretty much yeah. playing for. Playing for his twenty million, he's getting like ten a year if you if you boil it down. You know what I mean, 
Man, and uh, Bandy says, watch him get lucky on Jordan Love and have another franchise QB as history repeats itself. Well, the thing is, he sat for four years. Like, I mean, just that alone, like the end. And he was marinating like a good steak. Well, I mean, if he comes in and is just straight trash, like we saw him play, what, last year, two years ago in the random scrap games that he's playing? What kind of trash? Are we talking about that good organic trash? Like, is he like compost heat? No, okay. no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all bad. And uh, I, I feel like, yeah, jo- Jordan Love is going to be better in game one than anybody they could draft probably at the 13 spot. And I mean, better than any like free agent that they could go. I mean, well, I mean, there is no free agent, so, but I mean, better than anyone who they could get in a cheap trade because they're not really going to be trading. And Marty said, tough division. I mean, yeah, yeah, we know that. I mean, but Vikings have no defense. So, I mean, it's not necessarily going to be tough on him uh, for that reason. You know, I mean, the whole team is really dope, but the defense isn't really, you know, the best. And uh, even with the Lions, like they made some moves on their defense, but I would say it's not, you know, it's uh, it's a really good division, but it's not necessarily the toughest defensive wise. And yeah, Bandy said Rogers sat for three. I'm pretty. I mean, what what Favre sit for? He didn't play like as soon as they traded for him. I don't think. I, I'm pretty sure he sat for a year or two. I mean, it's just what the fucking Packers do, right? Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Packers went out and drafted a QB this year and just ready to like back up Jordan Love. Oh, Marty said I meant the AFC East. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a really tough division. Um, I mean, the Patriots are like the worst in the division. That lets you know how tough the division actually is, right? Because they are always like at the top of it. And what up, Henry? Said real talk. Look, uh, Love looked good last year. Did he? Said accuracy, fast throws, quick feet. He looked confident too out of the pocket in uh, his decision making. We shall see. We shall see. Because I mean, the last time I remember him looking all right, um was uh didn't didn't he play like a game or two with adams and that was about it pb and waivers what up homie and uh tino said the lions got two good spots in the first round and i think they're going defense with both of their spots so yeah but still getting rid of okuda though that changes things that changes things and uh, Marty said, I put my money on Green Bay uh, <laughs> before I put any money on Detroit. Well, the thing is, I mean, like, what would be their over-under, you know, for, like, Green Bay this year? Like, six, five, like, something like that? Probably wouldn't even be expected <laughs> <coughs> to win more than five or six games. I mean, shit, what they win last year? Like, eight? <coughs> He said Joe Douglas says uh, the Jets are optimistic and hopeful about getting a uh, deal done with Quinn and Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they keep saying that, but uh, I want to, I want to see it happen. Mr. Grapefruit. Do you think Jordan Addison and Jay flowers uh, both, both will do well in redraft leagues? Not right off the bat. It depends on where they go. Most of these rookies are going to be second half darlings. Like unless they go to a place where they're like instant starters because of lack of depth. And Devo said, I think Detroit's going to be tough. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be tough. I mean, it's uh, their defense, it should take a step up compared to last year. I mean, especially if they go out and draft two first-rounders. 
one at DB, one at DB somewhere, and then maybe someone at uh, DT or what I mean. Because I really like if they get Jalen Carter and like because Seattle passes up on him or something, like man, that would just be nasty. And uh, Henry said, You can't fairly judge him with all the crappy situations he's been put in. Hell yeah, I can. <laughs> Trust me. Like, man, people judge everybody out here at QB. Crappy, like, and most of the time, people aren't given uh, any kind of uh, what's it called leeway because of the crappy situation. Because uh, Rogers has been put in a crappy situation, but nobody, uh, you know, gives him any leeway. So he's not even, uh, he's. Not even trying 100%. You got to start him fresh. Game one, he's ready. Uh, Green Bay, see, five and a half over under. Sounds about right. Yeah, for sure. And did you look that up or are you guessing five and a half? I mean, because always the lowest is, uh, lowest would be four, right? That would be like the absolute least that they would put for someone. But yeah, five and a half, that, that sounds about right. And Tino said, I wonder if the Lions trade that sixth pick and try to get a QB late. I don't think they're going QB. Like, I mean, even if they do, I bet they don't get one in the first round. Cause like trading that, I mean, maybe they trade that pick away, but you're, you're, if they really are trying to beef up their defense and they said they're going to, and, uh, oh yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. He said guessing. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, if they beef up their defensive line and they should, I mean, getting a guy like, I, I mean, I guess it depends on how far they drop back, if they could still get, like, one of the top DTs. And uh, <laughs> Devo said, yeah, no, we want Carter. <laughs> and Nolan Smith at 20. <sighs> Man, I, <sighs> that'd be nasty, bro. <laughs> that'd be nasty. Because I was, I mean, pass rush and then not being able to stop the run, for sure, like, seemed like the biggest weaknesses. Um for uh for what's it called for seattle i mean assuming jamal adams can come back and actually be healthy right because as long as he's unhealthy i mean that's creating a void in the middle of the field no matter what that's why you can start the tight ends versus them like all the time right and uh, office depot said detroit fans all butthurt uh and he said devo i think uh they are just as good enough to to barely lose well, that's, I mean, that's what a lot of it comes down to if your defense really is uh, is shaky, right? And you got a good offense. That's what the Lions were last year. Tino said Aiden and Carter, what the fuck was not there? Yeah, that would be crazy. What up, Brian? Dynasty Superflex just traded a 2024 uh, rookie sixth rounder for Zach Wilson. Oops. <laughs> it's funny because Zach Wilson's all pissed off. He was like, the Jets are going to regret this move 20 years down the road. I'm really upset. <laughs> oh, man. Zach Wilson. Just what a fucking clown. What a clown. Marty said uh, the receiving options are shaky. Uh, Miss Jameson for six and no Hawkinson. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't have Jameson the entire year like last year until the end, you know, so. Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, he just, uh, he makes up for a lot of things. That's for sure. But uh, they need to get some kind of wide receiver. Maybe it's not in the first round. Marty said in the Gamblers, uh, cut, I think, uh, was a wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> and Marty said, nah, Zach, they will regret drafting you, bro. They already do. Antonio <laughs> said it right there. Yes, we do. <laughs> Tino said Zach Wilson about to hook up with Aaron Rodgers' bomb for revenge. That would be pretty funny, right? 
His mom is dead, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Is she really? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. All right. How about let's switch it up to these uh, these Raiders. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people were, were saying that the Raiders were going to pick a QB with their first round. And, apparently, they're so happy with Jimmy G that they're not going to be – they're not even looking – at one of these top 10 QBs. Uh, if they did take a QB, they said it's going to be in later rounds. So, makes sense. And Raiders miss a lot with their first round pick. So, I don't know. Don't miss on a backup, I guess. Uh, the Chargers, they say that JC Jackson will be ready for training camp this summer. They need him. Because uh, as of right now, I mean, that was one of their biggest contracts. And, uh, I mean, what did he play, like three games or something like that? Super, uh, super lame. And uh, Brian Burns for the Panthers underwent surgery on his right ankle. That was, uh, that was last week. Uh, but they said he's expected to be ready for training camp. All right. And how about... Let's jump in. Let's mix in some of these DBs that we're going to be talking about here. And uh, what up, Chris Bay? And Henry said, uh, Love's only played one garbage time, played in garbage time and started games when Green Bay was eliminated from the playoffs. Well, that doesn't matter. I mean, garbage, I don't I, I don't judge him off of hey, any. Hey, started the game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even judging him off of any garbage time. I mean, the what I mean when Rodgers got COVID, like that was like one game, and there was random games here and there. <laughs> Ryan Kenny Galladay is not worth a draft spot. Not worth, not worth a roster spot. All right, let's jump into the to the first defensive back that we got to talk about here. And it's Devon Witherspoon, Devon Witherspoon. And the only DB who they, uh, or the only, well, I mean, DB corner, whatever, who they believe is going in the top 10. And this dude, I mean, he's a beast. He's a six foot, 181, uh, four, four, five, 40. Played 41 games in college, 20, over 2,300 snaps. So it's not like this is, uh, not like everything that he did over there was in uh, was in a short span. It, it's him and Christian Gonzalez. I mean, those are the guys who they believe are going to be going number one and two for the DBs. Not as highly touted as Stingley and Sauce, though, last year. And Tino said, I like Gonzalez better. I mean, both these guys, similar builds. Gonzalez is a little bit faster, though. Um, I, I guess he's got, an, he's got an inch and a couple more pounds on him as well. Didn't play as many games, but uh, still played a shitload of snaps, almost 2,000 snaps. And let's uh, let's pull up some Witherspoon. Let's pull up some Witherspoon highlights. And we'll, uh, we'll go in short spurts with this, and we won't do too many videos, like, right back to back. Packers in 2020. But he's going to be someone who comes in, who's Here drafted as a starter right away. A bit of a shot, but it's I mean, that was a super whack play, but. <laughs> and Witherspoon. And Witherspoon. 
I guess when you play against like garbage ass QBs, you're going to be able to get those easy ass uh, interceptions like that. Absolutely a huge play for Witherspoon. But he's shutting down. I mean, damn near. I'm right there, just laying the wood. Six foot one eighty one. So he is. Uh, he's not a safety build by any means, but the six foot. I mean, we get a lot of five eleven and five ten corners. Underneath, almost intercepted. Might have been intercepted. It might have been intercepted by. No, they call it incomplete. They're gonna call it incomplete. Armstrong incomplete. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Target was Wicks. He's trying to hit his top receiver a couple of times to no success. And it's another third down and long. Auto bench and all Big Ten players. Season ago, Randolph with the sack. Armstrong pressure caused with just a three-man rush. And Armstrong gets about five, maybe <coughs> six. Devin Witherspoon with a stop. Illinois is absolutely And I guess, uh, I mean, that's one of the things that he's really good at. You know, I mean, not just in coverage, but coming up and playing the run and Stuff like that. I mean, that's he's the only one right now that they say is uh, more than likely going to be drafted in the top 10. I'm with you, Tino, because I do like Christian Gonzalez as well. And um, I do think that he could sniff the top 10. It really just depends on uh, who's ready to go after uh, after a top tier corner right away. Because a lot of these cornerbacks that we're going to be talking about, uh, a lot are just kind of touted as like mid mid first rounders. And uh, really just depends on the team, uh, the teams that are on the clock. And uh, we may have, we may have, we may have teams who jump up a couple spots in the draft to try to get one of these guys. And Tino, oh yeah, Brian Branch. I mean, these cornerbacks, I mean, for, for dy- like, you know, I, for fantasy, I don't give two shits about Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez. I mean, we don't, for fantasy purposes, I mean, unless we're, we're talking about the wide receivers that they're going to be lining up against. Cause these guys aren't going to be guys who were, you know, that we're worried about for fantasy Brian branch. Oh yeah. When we get to him, he's uh, I mean, as of right now, he's my favorite IDP safety um, coming into the draft, but he might not be my favorite depending on landing spot. Cause he's probably going to go in the first somewhere. And um, we're, we're going to have a couple guys go in the second round who could make an immediate impact right away. But yeah, Christian Gonzalez. Okay, I mean, they say he's gonna go, gonna go somewhere in the mid first, but he's a fringe top ten guy. Yeah, six one, one ninety seven, four three eight forty. I mean, guys got tremendous, tremendous speed and uh, thirty games, nineteen hundred snaps, and his tape is just. I mean, his tape is super dope. We'll check out a couple plays just if you guys have never seen any of his. Uh, any of his big plays at Oregon. He is probably the top corner in the Pac-12, one of the top ones in the country. Also Pac-12, though, right? I know Pac-12 might be like the second best division, but 
Playing the short game real easy. Just right there, just IMT. What up, Smokey the Cat Cat? I mean, this is why I don't like watch college, right? Like, look at the horrible ass decision making. I the QB there. But you can just tell. You can tell who, who the best guy on the field is every time that he's out there. And Tino said, that's, that's why I like him. He played against better QBs, okay? And all these corners, I mean, they're always they're always trying to sniff the end zone. But, uh, yeah, that was something that you see with him. As soon as he catches it. He's trying to uh, he, he's trying to pick six Got crazy wingspan. Emil Oregon has the best uniforms in college football. Hell yeah, man. Got that Nike swag. I mean, see right there. I mean, just the way he's able to pull down these guys right at the line. I mean, that's definitely one of the reasons why. He's touted as one of the top, uh, well, I mean, not just DBs, but uh, cornerbacks in this draft. I mean, he's uh, he's out there hitting. 6'1", 197, you know, he's not getting pushed around. And uh, especially, like, I mean, who knows? When you get in the NFL, you just start lifting away more different, like, type of grown man weight, you know, just when you're competing with all these crazy motherfuckers out there. So maybe he even beefs up a little bit more. And uh, Mari said, hell yeah, ever since Nike moved to Oregon, they had that deal. Hell yeah. Tino said, you catch an INT running towards the end zone. You just got, you just smoked that wide receiver. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and he had multiple plays just in those few plays that we saw. Really just, I mean, the beat on the ball like no other. <clears throat> All right. And Tino said, 6-1 isn't bad for a DB. A 6-1 is really good for a DB, like at cornerback. I mean, because you're really not getting guys who are six one and over that often. It's because you got to be a fucking speedster, man. Got to be a speedster out there. Most of the time, too, teams are drafting for like when you're drafting corner, you're drafting to match up against you know the general receivers that are in your division. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, like, I mean, I could really see the Lions going with one of these two guys at number six if they. If they don't get a Jalen Carter. Yeah. I, I mean, I still see them drafting a QB. Like, I mean, I keep forgetting that they're up there. You know what I mean? And they're in the conference or even trading back. You know what I mean? They got it. They got the 18th pick as crazy as like all of this is like, go, like, I don't know. It, it's like, it's Bryce Young and Will Levis right now. Those are like the only guys mm-hmm. who might be going in the top. I don't know. Will Levis, is Will Levis like paying people? Like it's just crazy, man. Like if he is, he's paying Vegas. He's like the he's the he's the betting the betting favorite to be picked second overall. I mean, he has the entire Levi's empire to support him. 
<laughs> and uh, and Tina said, I think uh, the dude Bogey was trying to bring up yesterday was Brian Branch. Is, yeah, is that who you were? Like, he's like he's like a buck sixty, but he like he has the most pick sixes in college history. He's to the house. Uh, let me see who the hell. I think I think he's up there like five eleven ish, but like yeah, he's a little dude, bro. But he don't play small. Are we talking about uh, Emmanuel Forbes? It's got it's it's got to be because yeah, there there ain't nobody (laughs) ain't nobody really on this list. It's the guy. It's whoever it's whoever lead college history in pick sixes. So let me see. No, 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 no. It's got. I mean. Am I putting 10 on the two? Is he just like leading in his school or something? Because I swear, like, I read, like, I was trying to bring it up yesterday, but it was just something I read before I got on the show and shit. Uh, let me see. Well, I mean, and I guess I don't even know the stats or anything. So I'm, now I'm just trying to like figure it out. But I know that uh, that Forbes, uh, he went to Mississippi State, 6'1, 166. And uh, he's, he's someone who uh, they believe is like a mid second rounder. Who are the top corners from? They're from, oh, no, never mind. You just said them. Illinois, Oregon, uh, Penn State for Joey Porter, and then uh, Mississippi State. Hey, yo, Joey! (laughs) Yeah, they pretty much have, uh, um, what's his name? They have, uh, they have Forbes right after, right after Joey Porter. Joey Porter Jr. So we'll get back into some of the news and then we'll break down a few more of these guys because I still got uh, we still got more highlight clips. We'll spread these out so we don't get shut down like we did uh, like we did yesterday. That shit's annoying. All right, let's see. And what other news we got here? We got uh, the Titans. They're they're listening to more trade offers for Derrick Henry. We still didn't. We still don't have any names or anybody who's looking for them. And could this be another draft day trade like we saw with AJ Brown, uh, day one of the draft? I mean, I doubt it. I doubt. I don't know. Does Derrick Henry at his age even warrant a first rounder? Like, I don't think so. I'm, it just feels like uh, before the the trade deadline trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a team that's in it. They need a running back. You know, Derrick Henry, at that point, you'll know if he's, like, you know, if he's healthy at that point, as in, like, you know, during that course of the year. Because then whoever gets him, you just run him into the dirt on the way, in, you know, through the playoffs. That's really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because he's got to be there to uh, – got to be there to be worth it, right? Yeah, and I think that would, would make would make it worth it. Like, okay, here we are going into November, and, let's still, and Derrick Henry's still healthy. Let's trade for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because I think Tennessee will be that bad that, like, he'll be making business decisions, like, trade me. You know what I mean? He'll be like, trade me. I ain't running through this stack box. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of annoying over there. Hey, yeah. hey, Marco, what up? Gutenabend from the future. What up? Gutenabend. Bloody. What up, Parolee? What up, Parolee? 
And uh, Devo said it's pretty cool watching the kids of guys that grew up watching get into the league. Yeah, for sure. And Joey Porter Jr. is going to be a fucking beast when he gets there. And it's going to be even crazier if the Steelers draft him, too. Hey, Joey. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, his dad was part of that that uh, Super Bowl run back in 09, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah. was the linebacker coach for a while, so, I mean. He's yeah, I was going to say, I know he was part of the coaching staff after. And, uh, no, Tino, uh, Branch is in front of Porter as of right now. I mean, obviously, anything can happen, but it's those two, those two corners that we just mentioned, Witherspoon and Gonzalez, those are like, the guys who they think are going to be the top two DBs off the board. Even the Cowboys fans don't say we should, we need to get a, we need to get a corner. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys just get roasted. Yeah, they got Bland over there, man. They think he's good enough. I mean, he has Bland in his name. Man. Yeah, I mean it's not spicy. It's the opposite of spicy, you know. Yeah, like, it's not, the no flavor. There. It's like <laughs> whack. His name should be just whack. You know what I mean? <laughs> get some fucking spice over there. And uh, but no, but Brian Branch is like the next guy, like after that. So, I mean, the equivalent of last year's Stingley Sauce and then Kyle Hamilton. I feel like that's kind of what we should expect from these guys. Those two guys, the two corners going first, and then Branch off the board somewhere in the team. Oh man, maybe even someone jumping up to uh to get Branch. Who knows. All right, and let's see who else we got. Uh-oh, is this a sign? Tyler Huntley, he's been re-signed to the Ravens. <laughs> Draft him. Now they, got, now they got their starting QB, right, if Lamar isn't going to play. <laughs> so many people are just like, man, what is it? Why are they even messing with Lamar? It's Tyler Huntley, man. Huntley. I mean, those are some dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are the same people that's like, hey, no, 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 don't touch that, me. Draft news. Okay, so we are going to be talking more and more about these DBs, and then tomorrow we're going to be talking about some linebackers and Jack Campbell, you know, I mean, uh, probably who's going to be the favorite for IDP uh, rookie drafts, um, at least on the IDP side. But C.J. Stroud, (coughs) dropping and dropping um, according to a lot of different sources, and they don't even – I know what's going on. Someone in NBC, I forget who the hell this was, uh, they said from his sources that he doesn't even think that Stroud is a lock to go in the top five anymore. I mean, and then he ends up with, you know, the Falcons, Lions, or the Raiders, or the Falcons. He's going to go top ten. And, like, I feel like whoever, you know, the teams that really want him, those are the ones that will magnify any negative, you know, press, right? Yeah, maybe and, maybe like, even on the flip side of that, like hyping up a Will Levis. You know what I mean? Well, hey, everybody, we all like Will Levis. You should too. Yeah, I mean that's where the lying season comes into play, right? Like I don't feel like like if people are lying, it's like players' values are like going up. Oh, I, I thought you meant like the lying season. No, 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 lying yeah. season. I yeah, feel like, you know, because in the beginning, C.J. Stroud, number one overall pick, you know, like the Panthers, they really they, they don't want to go with the small QB and all this blah, blah, blah. So when the lie, lying season was in full effect, it was like these guys' values are getting raised. And now people are being asked about it and, like, everyone's off Stroud. Like, nobody is nobody's on them like they were, like, three weeks ago. Take a nap. 
So this is going to be very, very interesting. And uh, and Will Levis, speaking to him, uh, the Colts, they got a hard on for him, and they really want him to be the uh, their signal caller of the future. And who knows if this even means jumping up, you know, and swapping with the Texans to secure it. I don't know. I just I feel like this is just them like, yes, give me CJ Stroud to fall. You know what I mean? Maybe, but like, I don't know. Like, why is CJ Stroud like super like highly touted? I mean, probably a lot of it is like the athleticism versus like the I mean, he came, he's the Ohio kid, so that's really all it is. It's the it's the school pedigree that puts him like in the conversation, but like they did the same thing with Justin Fields a few years ago. He ends up, you know, being like in the teens. You know what I mean? Yeah, where did he get drafted? I think uh, ten, I think tenth overall was it or twelve? I know that the Chicago traded with the Giants. Yeah, number eleven. Okay. Of course, yeah. I'm writing outside of it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> But yeah, what if, what if it's something like that? I mean, would everybody be freaking out like crazy if like um, if Stroud goes at number 10, 11, or 12 because he was supposed to be going? The Stroudmeister! <laughs> and uh, Marty said, yeah, I thought the Texans should have been hyping up uh, the QBs. They really don't want one. And what if teams don't want to trade because they believe the Texans uh, don't want a QB? Um, I mean, that is a thing, right? Like, I mean, if like, why would anybody trade with the Texans or the Cardinals if they really don't think that they're going to go QB because the higher you draft the QB, the more you got to pay them. Right. I mean, even like five or six picks, like is a difference in like millions. So Stroud will go somewhere in the top 15, but I mean, it's crazy how he was going to be like the number one or two. And now he's not even a lock for top five. And PB and waiver says number 10. Yeah, I really think the Eagles are going to trade back from that spot. I mean, I guess it depends on who's there and uh, what kind of deals are coming in, obviously. But um, yeah, I really feel like the Eagles, I mean, they're kind of playing with house money. If they can uh, turn that pick into more more picks or something, um, even better. And the AG, what up? He said, uh, thank God Jimmy went to Vegas, because if not, uh, they would have wrapped Donald's, uh, Donald's daughter <laughs> Savage And Tino said CJ's from Rancho Cucamonga Hell yeah man same spot as the Workaholics right And I uh, said so I think the Texans Take Anderson me too And uh, and tank for Caleb next year We'll see it I mean I don't know about ta- Like are they really good enough To win that many more than like four or five Games anyways I just I, I feel like they could get a QB at 12 as easily as they can at two. And uh, yeah, it might not be one of the cop the top couple, but I bet someone's gonna be there at 12 who nobody thought would be there at 12 a couple weeks ago. All right, let's see. And uh, Tina said, you don't remember Rancho Cucamonga from Friday? Yeah, Rancho Cucamonga is also where the workaholics are from. <laughs> I guess that that's a little bit more recent than next Friday, but yeah, man, I, I'm from Southern California. I know about Rancho Cucamonga and uh, Tina said Vikings trade Kirk and something for Lance for the, uh, and trades in Darius and a third rounder for the one Oh two. Yeah, that would be insane. But why, 
Yeah, they're not going to trade Kirk, though. I mean, we said that yesterday. Like, we really don't think they're going to be trading Kirk. And Tina said, LOL, Huss, don't get it. Oh, man. What what am I not getting, Tino? What, what am I not getting about CJ being from Rancho Chukamunga? Hold on, bro. That, that, uh, isn't there a famous gang from there, bro? <laughs> oh, is that just in Friday where they moved? Yeah, just in Friday. Okay. <laughs> where the essays run the block. Yeah, bro. Listen, bro. I think it's wide open out there, bro. We should move there and start a fucking faction. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, JSN. Obviously, we know he's gonna be, if not the first, he's gonna be top two because maybe Quentin Johnston goes in front of him if some teams are uh you know wanting the wanting the bigger guy instead. But Titans and Green Bay, those are the two teams that uh that have him on the radar, at least enough to mention. Would you love him or hate him if he was on the Titans? Or, or how about Love, hate, or no difference in the way you think of him now? Because you may already love him. Hate him? So you'd hate him if he's on the Titans. What about the Packers? With Jordan Love, assuming. Hate it? (laughs) I mean, I I like it better if he went to the Texans. Go somewhere he's the number one, at least. And and at least Davis Mills, at this point, or whatever rookie, I'm pretty sure has a better arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like also systematically, maybe the Texans is not even a good example either, because the, the, you know it, it's really going to be a scheme thing, right? Like if he ends up in one of those wide zone schemes, like I, I mean, what, what kind of a blocker is he too? Because they do actually factor that in if you're going to end up in one of those systems. So I'm, you know, what I mean, I mean, I, maybe Christian Watson isn't a good blocker, so that's so maybe Green Bay's leaning toward. I mean, they, those two spots moving up were that much crucial to them, right? In, in this deal, so. Maybe yeah. they are looking weapon. I, I kind of, I, I think I'd respect Green Bay even more if they drafted a weapon like "fuck you, Rogers." You know what I mean? I think that would be great for us. Well, I mean, as soon as they get rid of Russell Wilson in Seattle, they go out and draft a lineman, right? And he ends up hitting. There you go. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Raiders—they're eyeing uh, a cornerback with one of their first two picks, so either Witherspoon. Or Gonzalez, and we uh, talked about a little bit earlier how they don't plan to draft a QB with their first pick because they believe in Jimmy so much. Gonzalez, (laughs) Tino, he said CGB, (laughs) CJ being a Cucamonga cracker killer, (laughs) got to be hurt in this stock. (laughs) There you go, (laughs) the Cucamonga cracker killers. That's what it was. I was like, I know there's something there. Don't be uh don't don't need to call your posse to do a 187 in my ass. <laughs> Partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking rap report. <laughs> and uh let's see. Uh okay, we talked about uh Kalija Cancy, I think that's how you say his name, but one of the um one of the DTs. I ain't gonna uh, lie, I thought it sounded like a disease at first. <laughs> we talked about him yesterday that he's gonna be a fringe like first rounder. And uh don't be surprised if he goes somewhere at the end of the first round. Didn't didn't really give any names there, but uh no one tells me to be surprised or not. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> now. Now that the Jets go out and get Rodgers. What? I mean, we already thought that they were going to go trenches and <laughs> more than likely offensive linemen. I, I think they're going linemen with their uh, with their 15th overall pick now. Oh, 
Yeah. They might be able to get like the second or third best lineman in the draft with that pick. Not getting the number one because he's going to be going top 10 somewhere, but could get the second or third with the 15. And Tino said there's only uh, 31 first round spots this season. Yep. And uh, more of them are going to be going to defense than to offense. Can almost guarantee that. And uh, Tino said that 32nd draft pick is going to get screwed on the paycheck. <laughs> yep, because he's not a first rounder like uh, like normal. And uh, the AG said when the Texans take Stroud at 12, uh, and if they get the number one pick next year, they should trade Stroud potentially, right? And Paroli said, man, I hope they take Gonzalez. It would be dope, man, in corner. I mean, one of the weak spots for uh, for the Raiders for years, so. And yeah, PB and Waver said Clancy's been getting mad buzz the last 24 hours for sure. And it's not like, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. There's more pass edge, there's more edge rushers than interior defensive linemen. I mean, there's really like, I think three or three, maybe even four interior defensive linemen that may go in the first round, but it's going to be more, uh, probably more edge rushers than interior. So. Yeah, just more of a reason why he may squeak into the first round. Dude's a beast. And PB and Waver said Mayor at 15 would be so dope. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rodgers has never really done anything with the tight end, like outside of maybe like, I mean, even the Robert Tunyon year was all those touchdowns. It's not like you really had yardage or anything like that. And then what? He had one good year with like Delaney Walker. and uh, But outside of that, like, ah. And Proly said, I think Kincaid goes first. I guess it could go either way, right? Like, I think it's going to be Mayer, but it's going to be hella, hella close. And both guys might go in the first round. That's another thing that's crazy. We may see two tight ends go in the first round. And uh, Marty said, Paroli, the Raiders should get Damon Arnett. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, let's see. And all right, how about we jump... uh, Let's jump back into some of the DBs and uh, let's talk. I mean, the guy who I think is going to be uh, the most relevant DB in our fantasy. And uh, I mean, he might be like the second, maybe like, I mean, the only one who I think is going to be higher than him is going to be Jack Campbell. Obviously landing spots going to make a difference though, but Brian branch from Alabama, six foot one ninety, uh, four fifty eight. Uh, 40-yard dash and 38 games, 1,600 yards. Dude, uh, he's a beast, man. And like Tino said, uh, his, uh, his what's it called? His, uh, his tape is going to be nothing but hit sticks. And, uh, yeah, here we go. Let's check out. And he's just gotten better and better. He's a beast. You watch his defense. He jumps off the tape. His cover ability, his tackling ability, and it's been all on display. Boom. Short catch and hammered immediately. But what a play by Bryant. Lifted him off his feet. Getting in the face of the quarterback, and it's intercepted. And it's the coverage, too. Like, that's what it is. Like, ball hockey. He's being compared to Ed Reed a lot because of the ball hockey. Good night. What a pop by Bryant. 
for that bitch that I'm leaving some pace. I mean, look at that, man. Outstretched. Marty's got a nice tackle on AK. What's that? AK. 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 Yeah, Branch is gonna be dope. I hope he. I hope it's not like Kyle Hamilton last year, where he goes somewhere where he might not start right away. Because he already looks. I mean, he he looks like he's like. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, fuck, I can't think of the dude who came out of. Who was the other dude in the Legion of Boom? Bogey, not Chancellor. Earl Thomas, right? Am I right about that? Earl Thomas. Like, I get Earl Thomas vibes, like, from him. He's ready to come in and just make an impact. Marty said, give me Lewis Sign vibes. Big hit of the backfield by so they put him on those safety blitzes, man. It's nasty. Keeps it on the edge. And they did a great job. That's textbook. Look at that. Open field tackles. Yeah, Earl Thomas. Yeah. For the tight end, he's going to have to drive for it. He won't The backfield escapes. And it took a bunch of hit. Didn't get fooled on the double move. Open field tackles. Just not letting anybody get by him. Like, yeah, Brian Branch is going to be hella dope. Um, and Marty said, I like this guy looks like a stud. He is. I mean, he's the, he's the highest, uh, highest projected safety going into this draft. We usually only see one, if any safeties going in the first round, it's usually when it comes to the DBs, it's usually cornerbacks, you know, like crazy, but Brian branch, I mean, shit, he's fast. He's big. He can cover and he can fucking hit. Like, that's what it is. Like a lot of the safeties aren't really that good in coverage. So I think that that's one of the things that's like separating him from uh, the other safeties in the bunch is uh, that he can cover so well. And there we go. Yep. I kn- yeah. I don't know. I was, I was like, Earl Campbell's not fucking Earl Campbell. <laughs> I couldn't think of his last name. Been so long since we've seen Earl Thomas. He was dope in college. And uh, one of those guys who translated, cause I'm pretty sure he only played the, uh, what was I? Well, was, yeah, I guess you have to play three years, right? But uh, man, it was something with him where I uh, <laughs> stopped saying his uh, what T- Tino said. Stop. Why well, he says only issue is his size, and says stop saying his uh, that he's big, Huss. I mean, six foot one ninety. That is still big, like shit. Like I mean, come on. Like I mean, not everyone is fucking Derrick Henry. <clears throat> A lot of these guys who we're talking, who we're going to be talking about here, are less than 190. I mean, unless you go for a guy like Ringo, who's kind of a little bit different, you know. But um, I don't know. I guess he plays big, right? They said, "Dude's got a SpongeBob body." <laughs> Come on, Tino. Come on. You what? You're gonna get? You're gonna go in the Oklahoma against him? <laughs> he would hit stick you to death. And see, yeah, Tino said he plays like he weighs 210. And you don't think that any of the, and you don't think that these guys are like hitting the weight room like crazy right now? Like this is just like what they played in in college 
Like I bet a lot of these guys beef up before the they're beefing up right now. Like we're talking shit about them and they're in the weight room right now. Probably. All right. But that's it for the safeties. I got a couple other safeties that we're going to talk about, but those are the guys who were, who are probably going to be second rounders, but who will be on our radar for fantasy though. Cause uh, I mean, look at Brisker. Brisker was a fucking second rounder started every single game. Uh, or well, I mean, not started every game, but started from game one. How about that? Cause he did get hurt. And, uh, and Tino said, uh, Bell, uh, hell nah, bro. He said, I'm a, <laughs> I'm Alina. I mean, uh, 5'11", 200. Shout out to Planet Fitness. So you're going to take them on in an Oklahoma drill? I'd pay to see that, man. Uh, maybe we can all pull our money and see if we can get uh, if we can get Brian Branch to come out there and do an Oklahoma drill with you, Tino. That shit would be funny as hell. <laughs> all right. Jumping back to some of the news. For the Eagles, their Eagles GM Roseman, he they said that they want to build uh, through the trenches in the draft, and we've been talking about that. I mean, maybe not their O line, but obviously their D line. Um, I mean, missing guys like Hargrave. I mean, there's a whole bunch of like aging veterans over there. That they brought. They definitely got to get some youth going over there. And uh, Tino said, Uncle Jerry kept me out of the draft because he wanted me to be a Cowboys ambassador. I like it. <laughs> Tino said, oh, my God, I would so do it and I would get crushed. <laughs> but he said, I love the attention. That shit would be funny, man. <laughs> that shit would be super fucking hilarious. All right. So, yeah, Eagles building through the trenches. I really don't think they take Bijan, and maybe this is their lying season. Who knows? I really think that they trade that 10 pick for something. Um I don't know if it'd be a player. I mean, it is their MO to make these trades for players or do they just trade back and turn that 10th overall into a first and a second or something like that? Cause that'd be super, super valuable for them if they did that. And just a reminder, guys, we got the next box break going down tomorrow. All the teams that are left are between 10 and $20 uh, and only one team is, uh, is 20 and that's the bucks and then the the jags are 15 and then falcons browns panthers patriots giants and the titans are all 10 let's lock in uh this is going to be right before a day before the draft and we got multiple 2020 boxes in this break so it's going to be super super fun and uh, Marty said, uh, LOL, five minutes of college highlights finished with him smoking Tino in an Oklahoma drill. <laughs> he will rock it up the draft boards. <laughs> oh, man, that shit would be super funny. And uh, Tino said, dude would probably go number one. <laughs> seeing, seeing him lay you out in the Oklahoma drill. <laughs> and Tino Kobe like, I was the guy. Give me a piece. Give me a piece of that. <laughs> Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, PB and waivers, let them know. Like the stream. And don't forget, guys, if you are not an official 420 crew member, if you don't have have the cannabis membership leaf or the cannabis leaf as your membership badge right next to your name, you got to join up. And don't forget, whatever tier you join, you get entries for those tiers. So the... The hype crew tier, you get 10 entries per month. 
the epic tier, you get 25 entries per month. The superstar tier, you get 100 entries per month. Uh, the elite tier, you get what is it, two fit. No, the elite tier, you get 500 uh, per uh, for being active on there. And if you're a 420 crew leader, 1,000 entries per month into the raffles. And here's the raffle items this month. We got whoever wins gets to pick one. We got an Earl Campbell jersey, the white joint. We got CJ2K bringing it back. All the jerseys are signed with certificate of authenticities. We got a Sergio Mix-a-Lot right before he gets cut by the Bengals, the all-orange joint, and Frank the Tank Gore. Let's get in. The 49er Red. I hope the Bengals are out there like Gibbs or something. Man. I wonder if Gibbs is going to be one of these flops. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get, get the vibes. Like he's like Kenny Gainwell from like a couple years ago. Nah, Kenny Gainwell was not a, a first round touted guy at all. You know what I mean? Well, I, I well, I mean Gibbs being touted as the, I mean yeah. he wasn't touted as a first round guy until yeah, as of recent. Comparison, though, you said Kenny Gainwell, like. Well, no yeah, well he was still one of the top four guys in that draft, oh. running back wise, four or five. No. No, he wasn't. What? Yes, he was. What are you talking about? What year was this? 21? Yeah. Yeah, 2021. He was behind Miles Sanders. He was not. You know what I mean? No, what are you talking? I'm talking about when he's drafted, bro, pre-draft. Yeah, he went. Pre-draft. He was not linked to the Eagles yet. Pre-draft. I'm trying to remember that. Uh, who's who was the, the top five that year? It was Michael Carter. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And none of these guys went in the first round. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about the top five, like touted, like you said, like Kenny Gainwell wouldn't win them. Was yes, he? he was. Oh, boy, yes, he was. And you know why? It's because the footballers were bringing him up. The footballers, no, kind of like how I have Gibbs everywhere now. The footballers were bringing him up all over the place. Oh. That's, that's probably why he even snuck in higher than uh, than that. He was the smaller PPR scat back that everyone said was going to be the next Alvin Kamara. Just because I don't, I mean, I guess you forgot that, but I mean, until he went to the Eagles, I didn't really really rock with the footballers like that. You know what I mean? No, I'm saying that's why he got that high. I'm not saying that's why. What would the carry on after carry on Johnson? I was just through with them. I mean, I've been, I mean, yeah, me too. I've been through with them for a long time. I mean, 2021, they were one of the people who were screaming his fucking all over Twitter and all over their shit. And they suck. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't mean he wasn't in the in the I mean being touted in the top five. Let me see. Wait, let me try to find a list of the the twenty twenty one prospects. Go to sleep, Mimi. Oh, here I mean. Obviously, everyone's making different lists, but here's the 2021 uh, prospect. Started off with Najee. There you go. uh, I was like, I knew I'm missing the big dog there. And then uh, ETN, Javante, Kenny Gainwell at number four here, Kylan Hill, Trey Sermon, Mm. 
Ramondre Stevenson, who was not touted high coming into the draft at all. I like Larry that. Roundtree, Michael Carter. I remember Roundtree not being a thing. Dimitri Felton, Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> I mean, the list was whack from 2021. That's why he was the top That's five. That's why he was on that list. Fuck. Yeah, because <laughs> everybody like sucked that year. It was a shitty ass draft class. He sucked even behind the best line in the game. That's 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 really how you know you're like you know what I mean you're not making it happen. I mean he hasn't been given any chances. I mean, um, didn't need to give him any chances though. Top five team in rush attempts, but like, I mean, I think he had like a hundred something like that total touches. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, Tino said I did get to play against CC Sabathia in high school. He uh, he uh, he smokes and uh, threw a no hitter seven innings and then got and then roped two home runs in the eighth and the ninth inning. We had no chance. Yeah, CC is a savage man. <coughs> and what he said, have you seen CC lately? He's ripped. That's dope. Steroids. Glad he got the uh, glad glad he got to get yeah. the. Uh, um, the championship with the Yankees. All right. Let's move now to another top-end cornerback that's going to be in this draft here. And Joey Porter Jr. So we've got the the the, the top DB is going to be Witherspoon and Gonzalez. And then the belief is that Branch is going to go after those guys. And then Porter is going to set off like the next like wave of these first round like cornerbacks. There might be three more. Well, three more, including him in the first round, but six, two, one ninety three, uh, four, four, six played 35 games at Penn state, 1700, uh, snaps. And yeah, should be drafted somewhere in the mid first. And it'd be wild if he did go to the Steelers. I mean, that'd be like some storybook like type shit. Dude is a beast. And let me, uh, let's throw on, some of his plays here. Third down in the end. It'll hand it off on the end of round. Sheffield lost it. Does Penn State have it? Yes, they do. Joey Porter with the fumble recovery. Let's see. Ah, oh, I thought they were going to show it again. That one was so fast. Hell yeah, Tino, of course. Penn State always sounded like a prison to me. Hell yeah. Couple plays from this Purdue game, huh? All over him. All over him. Dang, how many highlights came from this one game? He's all over the field. The intended receiver. First down and ten. Seven seconds to go. The sideline. It is complete. Once again, it's Joey Porter. Was Purdue even good last year? I know they have been in the past. 
They weren't ranked last year, were they? First two steps. They said everyone's got highlights. He's, he's yeah. hard to handle. I mean, here's another one. Central Michigan, right? Like, I mean, good play. I got to go turn down the air. By 24 passes and five touchdowns last year. Central Michigan at the 14-yard line. And Finn Hogan, who caught their touchdown pass earlier in the quarter, is whom Richardson was throwing the ball to and Porter once again there. Will they move the chains or will they be in a tough spot to punt it? Man, he's getting a lot of swats and passes defended, but he's not. Uh, I guess there's a reason why he plays defense, right? Got the hands like frying pans. Good at swatting. Little pick play. Intended receiver was Navarro. Again, he's looking for a flag. This time. Elliot Manis downfield throw. I mean, that's. And that is batted away. Joey. That was a good play. That was a good play. Brand new state-of-the-art facility that they built here in Happy Valley. Oliak Manis. Can he throw his way back I mean, into this game? Well overthrown looking for Mike Brown. I mean, it was a nice Steven. QB hit. Didn't get all the way to him, but uh, still nice. I mean, he's going to be there. He's going to be there somewhere in the middle of the uh, – somewhere in the middle of the first round. And let's see who has some of these picks over there in the first round. So in the teens, we got uh, Green Bay at 13, Patriots at 14, uh, Jets at 15, Commando 16, Steelers 17, Detroit 18, Tampa 19, and Seattle 20. Tina said, LOL, his dad was so good that he might get drafted. <laughs> Man, that just gives him a little bit of a boost. We know that Joey Porter Jr. is dope. But, yeah, there we go. So out of the top four DBs um, in this draft, four of them cornerbacks, and then we got two more cornerbacks who uh, we think might go in the first round and that'd be wild if there's five corners that go in the first round but i mean all five of these guys i mean the slowest guy was running what a four 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 six joey porter the slowest out of the top five with the four four six like all of these dudes can fly all of them are over six feet as well six feet or over and I guess Emmanuel Forbes is the only one who's like a twig out there with his 166, uh, 166 pounds. And Marty said, you got the Maryland QB on the list. Um, no, no. I think he would be, um, let me see. That's uh, what's his name? Banks, right? So I think he's more of like, a, he's, I guess he could be a fringe first rounder. But I think uh, they think that he's going to be one of those guys that goes off in the second round. And let me see where the. Uh... Yeah, because Ringo. Yeah, Ringo in there. I think he's the last one that goes in the. Uh... I think he's the last one that goes in the first round. And he, I mean, he could even drop to the second round, right? But uh, yeah, Banks and then Cam Smith. I think those are the guys who are going to be going like early in the second round as well. 
And let's see. And then who's that other dude, Brent? I think he might be another guy who's like early. Nah, probably going to be those guys. So like after like Ringo and then Banks and then uh, Ringo and then Banks and then Cam Smith. Those are going to be like, I think the third wave of uh, of QB or cornerbacks in the draft. Yeah. And Marty said Banks. Yeah. He's a beast. He's a beast. I just think, uh, yeah, what is it with him? I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll pull up some of his highlights too. I don't know what, uh, I mean, there's not even that much of a difference between him and Ringo. I guess it's just the amount of, uh, of draft spots that are there. So he may, I mean, he he's one of those guys who I think is a fringe first rounder and it kind of just depends on who's there, but probably ends up going somewhere early in the second. But yeah, he is uh he's a beast and bank six foot one ninety-seven. Yeah, out of Maryland. 30 games, almost fifteen hundred snaps. And uh Marty said only reason I know his name because I've seen him mock to Minnesota for sure. I mean and then like yeah I mean, if he ends up somewhere in the first round, I mean, could be a place like Minnesota. I mean, because if he goes, it's probably going to be late in the uh, late in the first round, somewhere in the late twenties. And Tino said, "What player in the first round do you think will <coughs> will just beside? Well, what what player in the first round?" You think we'll just besides the QB? What do you mean, bust? Or what are you uh what are you saying there, Tino? I'm I'm confused by what you're asking. <coughs> and let's keep smoking. And uh we'll give a little bit of time in between the highlights and stuff. <coughs> I think playing so many highlights. Like back to back is what uh, what got us flagged yesterday, and okay. Speaking of the Steelers, because we're talking about them, um, maybe taking. Uh... Okay, yeah, we'll bust. Okay, <laughs> I mean it would just bust. I mean only one letter apart. Hey, hey, good job, dude. Cool. Noble's building the Legos. I built Dano's mech suit. Woo woo. With infinity goblet. Nice. And double sword. Nice. Cool. So I think that the position besides QB that will like have the most bust, probably defensive end. Cause I mean, even if you look like last year, I mean, look at Walker, like fuck. I mean, I, I feel like he was a bust for being the first overall pick, right? Like they could have had Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, even Thibodeau, I feel like, did better than uh, than Walker. So, yeah, I think defensive end, because some of these guys, I mean, super easy for them in college because they're so, like, you know, they're so big compared to some of the O-linemen that they're going up against. But now you're talking about going up against some of the biggest O-linemen ever that they've seen and having the technique. So I, I think that. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why these DNs get paid so much, and there's a reason why the left tackles get paid so much because they're so fucking good 
as well. So yeah, it would be, I would say QBs and DNs. Those are the positions I think uh, a little bit more likely to bust than some of the others. And he said, which player, which player specifically? I mean, shit. Um, who are we talking about uh, yesterday? Um, I really don't think Jalen Carter is going to bust, especially if you drop in the draft. Like that takes away the uh, – takes a little bit of the pressure off, right? But um, – so if it's for fantasy, I mean, it might even be Breezy. For like, I mean, if we're considering it for like fantasy, but um, man, I mean, this is tough, right? This is tough. Um, you know what? It's probably gonna be um, who's the dude? Uh, Wilson. Yeah, I don't know, man. Tyree Wilson. That might be uh. I guess it depends on how high he goes and he gets used, but that's who I'm going to say. I'm going to say Tyree. I'm going to say Tyree Wilson. And uh, Emil said Nolan Smith. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what up, kiddo? Let's smoke it up. And yeah, Marty said Richardson most likely bust, in my opinion. I'm, I'm with you on that, man. Like, he's not really that good of a passer. <laughs> And like I don't, I, you're you're running. Uh, you're running is a uh, man. I mean, it's just you know, it's only going to get you so far. But yeah, I'm with you on the Richardson. But yeah, I, Tyree Wilson, that'll be the guy who I think would be uh, is a potential first round bust. Depends on where he goes. And Marty said, "Oh my bad, I was out smoking." <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. And okay, so back to the news. And with the Steelers, so apparently they're trying to move up in this draft. I mean, if they're, I don't think, I don't think they're moving up to get Joey Porter Jr., right? I mean, they could probably get him at 17. I mean, maybe you have to jump up, but the Bears and the Tennessee Titans are amongst uh, teams that received calls from them. If the Steelers moved up, who the hell would they be moving up to get? It's not in their uh <clears throat> it's not in their track record to jump up and fucking get a wide receiver. Like, I mean, they just they really never do that. It's like second and third wide receivers forever with those guys. So I mean, I, I think they're going defense either way, but are they jumping up to maybe get Jalen Carter? <laughs> because Jalen Carter drops to nine. I mean, uh, Jack Campbell, I don't even think goes that high. It'd be super dope if they got Jack Campbell, but then it would also suck because he's probably not starting like right away either. But yeah, what do you guys think? Why would the Steelers be trying to move up here? Offensive line? <laughs> I guess they really do need help at the offensive line. And with the nine or 10 spot, you might be getting the second best. Uh, you might be getting the second best lineman. I mean, maybe even the first best lineman. Like, I think the linemen are a little weak in this class because I feel like, um, what the hell's the main dude's name? The, the, the number one uh, guy. What the fuck is his uh, 
is his name? Uh, Skaronsky. Yeah, Skaronsky. I don't know, man. This guy just feel like uh, like these guys are just going to be dropping. Because um, normally, I mean, we usually see what the first lineman off the board or O-lineman. I mean, last year was at the sixth spot, I think. Sixth spot where, where we had the first O-lineman off the board. And, I mean, I don't think it would be that this year, but... Um, I mean, Detroit, I'm, I think they go defense, but it would be crazy if they try to go with one of the top linemen and uh, pair him up with Penesuel. That'd be crazy. <coughs> Marco, <coughs> Skaronsky sounds Polish for scrotum. <coughs> Skaronsky. <laughs> And uh, Marty said, I think there's more teams trying to trade back than trade up. And see, and uh, I think so too, because it's, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we can literally, I mean, it's exactly like fantasy, right? Like fantasy is exactly like the NFL. It's everybody wants to trade back to get more value if you think you can still get who you want. But, there's also teams who are like, we know you're not going to get the guy that we want, so you might as well pick your guy. Or because, uh, you know, nobody, I mean, I don't, doesn't happen too often in the NFL where teams are drafting to trade right away. Same in fantasy, though. I don't think people should really draft uh, to trade necessarily. Got to go with best guy available for your squad. All right. Let's see here. Next guy on the list, another cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes. So I think this is the dude that Bogey was talking about. 6'1", 166 pounds, soaking wet. This dude flies, though. 4'3", 5'40", 35 games, 2,100 snaps um, playing for Mississippi State. And uh, let's check this out. And this is – so Bogey said that he believes that he leads the – that he leads the NF the NCAA and pick sixes and six INTs and three touchdowns um, just in uh, in 2022. So let's see his wheels out there. Levis to throw and he's picked up. Going the other way is Forbes. Damn. Lion. Mississippi State steals one. And it's a 59 times eventually. He's just going to break on it, and that is a break on the football right there by Forbes. Super skinny. Looks like a track May star is back there. in a quarterback as well. He takes it from the gun, and the pass is low. It's tipped, and it's intercepted. It went off of Cam Lewis. It's picked off nice by Forbes. Moves. He's got his sixth interception of the season, and he's going to take it to the house. He's going to be able to return that football. In magnificent form, right off of the, the foot of the offensive player. Man, that's incredible. That was just wild. Let it hit the ground. Dude's trying to save it. Ends up kicking it up. Hornsby throws against his body, and that one is picked off in nice. the end zone. That was a nice one going to the top of the ladder. Last week, and a circus catch of the end zone to snuff out an Arkansas drive. That was textbook right there. Textbook. 
26-yard gain, and that's intercepted. Emmanuel Ford just got gifted it right there. Too deep. It is remarkable how many young players are on this field. Johnson. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's so small. Of course he's not pressing pressing the corners or pressing the wide receivers. Career pick six has more pick sixes than Emmanuel Forbes. Well, you stay in bounds though. Right, it looked like he did. He might have tapped out right as he made. Arizona, six for thirteen against San Diego State last week. They'll take a shot on third. Nice one. And kept his feet in too. That was a nice one. But it was improvisation. Arizona four for nine on third down tonight. Delora steps up, escapes. Delora to his left, throws across his body. Emmanuel Forbes. One matchup there with Forbes yeah. and McMillan. And McMillan actually beats Forbes coming out of the. There we go. I like it. Forbes looking like a beast out there. We'll see what team's going to take a shot on him. But yeah, I mean, he better. Uh, Better hit the weights though, man. I mean, 166. Um, I don't know. Like he's gonna get he won't be able to press any any wide receivers in the NFL. And uh yeah, Marty said this guy's a ball hawk. Hell yeah, man. Definitely has a nose for the ball. And Marty said, I remember last year Cole Strange was projected a late uh day two pick, and then Bill Belichick drafted him 29th and it hit. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I said he was the guy. Sean McVay laughed about uh, how high he was drafted. Yeah. And Bill Belichick doesn't really have the best track record of first rounders either. That's why they're always trying to trade out of the first round, right? All right. So there we go. We, uh, we've we seen the top four cornerbacks uh, in the draft potentially and uh, the top safety in the draft as well. And... Yeah, let's smoke it up a little bit, and uh, we'll kill a little time in between the next highlights here. But uh, so how do we say his name? Kali Ringo, right? Ringo. And uh, was that you, Marty? You said you want to draft him earlier just because it's fun saying his name. Ringo <laughs> went to Georgia, 28 games at Georgia, 1,500 uh, snaps, 4, 3, 6, 40. Like, man. He's 207 pounds and runs a 436. Like that, that's just dangerous. Like out there. Like uh it, it, Tino, it's it, 6'2, 207. Can I say he's big? Like for cornerback, that seems big to me. <laughs> and he runs a 436. Like, so this dude, I mean, flies. He seems big compared to a lot of cornerbacks out there. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're gonna show his highlights in uh, in a minute or two. But yeah, Ringo. <coughs> but that's at least I mean I mean somewhat of the constant with these uh, top five cornerbacks in the uh, in the draft, like. All of them can fly. I mean, shit. We said the four, four, six was like the slowest out of all the top five. All are over six feet, and uh, fuck. I mean, all of them. I mean, all of them went to to good programs where they're not going up against a bunch of bullshit all the time. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if Christian Gonzalez does get drafted above uh, Witherspoon. Like, I mean, Tino said he liked uh, Wither uh, Gonzalez more than Witherspoon. And I'm with that. Gonzalez just had a lot of swag, you know, out there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Illinois, you know, just, 
I mean, who are they really going up against, you know, like uh, in a, in a majority of their games, but uh, yeah, Gonzalez, I mean, in the PAC 12 going up against some better cornerbacks. So yeah, I think both, I think all five of these guys and maybe banks is also sneaking in there, but um, cornerback is one of the hardest positions to, uh, to replenish. And um, at least with like youth, right. Cause like, if you're that good, like teams just aren't, you're just, you're staying with that team for like the four or five years or whatever. Like the teams just usually aren't letting you go. And I don't know. There's like a lot. You can say a lot of times, like you can never have too many of like this position, but like, I feel like cornerback is one of those ones. Like you can never have too many cornerbacks because now in this NFL, like, teams throwing four wide receivers at you plus a tight end you know like i mean it's just you got you got to have the weapons out there all right so let's smoke this bowl up and then uh let's get let's watch some Ringo's plays out here Yeah, and Ringo, he's a, <coughs> what's it called? The red shirt <coughs> sophomore, right? So one of the, uh, I think out of these top guys, he is the youngest. Uh, is he the young? Uh, maybe Christian Gonzalez might be, uh, might be around. Yeah, him and Christian Gonzalez, I think, are the youngest out of all the guys that we mentioned so far. Let's see. Yeah, smoke it up. And what Marco say here? Cole Strange thought about thought that he was getting getting pranked at first when he got the call. <laughs> I believe it, bro, because he didn't think he was going in the first. Uh, he didn't think he was going to be a day one guy. All right, here we go. Let's check out Ringo. First down at the thirty-nine of Georgia. <laughs> Press <laughs> the wide receiver. Press the wide receiver and then stayed with him stride for stride. Well, I guess he didn't press him, but he was right on him. It's very physical. Watch these two athletes fight all the way down the field. And Marty said, picked off hooker. Hell yeah. Oh, here goes Richardson. Richardson to the end zone. Incomplete. Ah. Intended for shorter. Keely Ringo back there in coverage. Why'd that even deserve to be on this? He actually had the man in the flat way out here, but he keeps his. Oh, I mean, I guess that was a really good break on the ball. It's the pressure. Oh, this is in the bowl game, right? Oh, there we go. Tried to find Johnson. Ringo in coverage. 15 seconds to go. Third and 11. Third down and 12. Remember, they picked up a third down and 11 on a penalty. So another long yardage fires Woo. and that was a nice intercepted one. by Keely Ringo. <coughs> and Ringo bringing it back the other way. And oh, shit. Goes. And broke some tackles, Ringo, huh? who won the national championship Ooh. game against Alabama, has got it all the way back almost to midfield for the dogs. But this time, Levis tries to stick it in between the safety and the corner. Doesn't. Oh, go. yeah, Kentucky. That's Levis. Picked off Levis. 
Four-man rush under pressure. And he dumps it off underneath. Ringo there to break it up. Yeah, Marty said, damn, came out with highlights against Hooker, Richardson, Stroud, and Levis. This is Ringo, Tino. Ringo from Georgia. Stroud checks it down to Johnson. Man, that was, uh, that was a good break on the ball right there. And it's third down coming up. Yep, Ringo. Second and eight. They hand to Davis. He gets a few yards up to the 29 where Ringo makes a tackle. Be another that was a big, I mean, looked like he was a big running back. <laughs> he Didn't look big when Ringo was wrangling him down. Gibson, well protected to the sideline and complete. Ringo jumped the route and he knocked it away. P.J. Harris, the intended receiver. It was Johnny Walker, defensive lineman, took it. Swing at him. Tiger's going to run a reverse. That was dangerous. Love it. Relying on the quarterback to block. And Damn. he goes the wrong way. Keely Ringo ends up making a stop for a loss of nine. Boy, Nazir Stackhouse, number 78 for Georgia, was in the backfield. I mean, he only had to get past the corner, but uh, that was a nice open field tackle uh, right there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's funny. Tino, say so you guys think Georgia could beat the Texans. <laughs> And Marty said, sorry, ass wide receiver couldn't block him. That was the quarterback. <laughs> that was the quarterback, they said, right? He handed it off and ran that way, and then they did the reverse, and the quarterback's trying to block. And, uh, yeah, looked like a fucking scrub out there. <laughs> Marty said, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, man, like, what the hell are they doing out there? <laughs> oh, man. And uh, I don't know, Tino. Like, see, that's what's crazy is because we know that, um, I mean, Georgia, I mean, Alabama, Clemson, years and years. But, like, I guess it's different because, like, what do these teams have? Like, 12, maybe, I mean, I know they're the powerhouses, like 10 to 20 guys who are going to make the NFL. You know, like, I mean, it's different when, like, now you're going up against every single lineman. It's really just the trenches. I mean, that's really what it is. Like, I mean, I feel like even though the Texans are still bad, I mean, they would still, they'd still rule the trenches. Like, not all of Georgia's fucking uh, uh, linemen are making the NFL, right? Like, I mean, man, you exploit one weakness, like, on their line. So that's why I don't think that, uh, that's why I don't think that, uh, that what's it called? Um, that the college team could beat, like, even the Texans, even if they are ass. And Tina said the college all-star team uh, used to play the Super Bowl winner. That's nuts. That's nuts. And Tina said the trenches are fine. I'm Georgia. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, oh, we got, I forgot. We got, uh, we're going to do two draft order races at the end of, uh, at the end of the show here for the slow drafts that we're doing. Let me go put it in the sleeper and remind everyone. So for the boy meets world division. All right. And then for the full house division as well. And Tina said the college all-star team won a few of those games too. Well, yeah, I mean, 
I'm sure the college all-star team would beat Georgia like as well, you know, because that's like all the guys who are going to be going into the NFL. That's different than just picking one specific team. All right. Now we got two safeties to talk about. Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M and then Jordan Battle, another Alabama uh, safety. Both are probably going to be drafted in the second round, but it is really all about where these guys go. Because if they go to a place where they can start right away, I'm going to be loving them even that much more than uh, potentially um, potentially like a Brian Branch, depending on where he goes. And for IDP, you know we're really trying to lock in on middle linebackers and strong safeties. <coughs> that's what we're working on doing, and uh, that's why we're going to put these guys on the map for you because we might not even see them. Uh, we might not even see them drafted in uh, in day one, but we got to know these guys' names. So Antonio Johnson, yeah, he's from Texas A&M. Probably going to be going somewhere. Uh, in the early second round, a four five two forty, so uh, d- you know, really fast out there. Six two one ninety eight, uh, got the height, and yeah, let's look at some of his plays here. And for Texas A and M, nothing. First down and ten, three fifteen to go. This Aggie defense has been pretty good today. Against the run, they are trying to chase down Yates. He is getting up, defending the run, keeping it to a loss of a yard there. Have a design quarterback run, and he is blasted. Antonio Johnson takes so many times last week successfully. That's the difference. Antonio Johnson, experienced, talented player that can watch film all walks. An advantageous spot for Auburn. I mean, that was short, that was a half a yard at least short. Yeah. Oh, the ball comes flying out, and A&M's got it. Ball don't lie, they say, in the playground. And Texas by a ball stays with Ooh. over. The ball comes out. That was There's a nice no play. Just knocked that. it, it completely out of his hand. But with the Auburn play and being, player being out of bounds right there. Kane. As he's, oh, ball came out of Damn. And LSU. <laughs> Balls on it as the linemen were trailing from Catholic High in Baton Rouge, who stepped in week three as a starter and has never looked back. They see Antonio Johnson, number 27, coming in and delivering that big blow. Themselves to make delivering the, the big blow. State just two of six on third. Oh, out in coverage. It was Johnson who was thinking about the ends. There we go. I like seeing some of the coverage plays too. Third and three. As he gets it out, his tight end backs, who's gobbled up at the line of scrimmage. Good pursuit down. Dino, I have no idea. I have no idea why. Bryce tunnels right back to the line of scrimmage. Second down and ten. And as they accounted for most of their thirty-nine sacks that they had a year ago, Gibbs will jump cut in the hole, but he only got about a yard. A lot of pride in that A&M defense. You know, they stood. Three wins. Playing a three-win team. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, they got him up in the. Who Auburn really is. That's an example of Auburn being all. Trying to lead the way. Here's Tank Bigsby again. Oh, shit. You know, Johnson, you brought him up. And Kenneth said he can tell he loves to hit. Hell yeah, man. 
stood up after a short gain. Marshall, the lone. And just like ready to go get in, like get after the running back inside the box. There's Peoples. There you go. Right down. Yeah. A&M's takes, but he yep, Marty said blew up Tank Bigsby. Yep. And the first pass is complete. That's Mallory. While he's being blocked, still makes that tackle. Spelling night in here. They fake it to him. Van Dyke gets pressure, tries to escape. And tries to make something on the run. Just heaves it to the bench as he was. Man, so that's Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. And Kidda said, how many reps did he do? Let's go see if I, let's see if I can find that. Uh, uh, let me see. Trying to see on here if they even show it. Oh, here we go. Combine stats. Let's see. Uh, Eight reps. Eight reps on the bench press. I wonder, is that even a lot for DBs? I know they're putting up some heavy weight. I mean, Ringo's the biggest. Let's see how many reps he did. Yeah, and Kidda said not great. I didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ringo didn't even do the reps. Because almost for the DBs, it almost doesn't matter. I mean, maybe for the uh, for the cornerbacks. Let's see if Witherspoon and Gonzalez... Oh, yeah, Witherspoon didn't even go to the combine. Yeah, uh, Gonzalez did 14 reps on the bench press. Let's see if Branch did it. Branch did 14 as well. Let's see if Joey Porter did it. Yeah, and Kidda said that's good. Okay, so the 14 is good. Yeah, the 8. I didn't think that was good. I didn't think single digits would be good. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr., 17 reps. <laughs> He's been working out with that grown man strength for longer than some of these guys may be. Let's see, let's see if Emmanuel Forbes did it. Did he put up? No, he didn't even do it. <laughs> I mean, two twenty-five. That's just that weighs so much more than him. Two twenty-five would like break him. <laughs> Let's see if Jordan Battle did it. That's the other guy who we're going to talk about. Damn. Okay, Jordan Battle put up seventeen reps on there. Okay, so yeah, I mean, out of all the guys who did it, Antonio Johnson, not uh. Not one of the guys who uh, 
Yeah, eight reps. Crazy. All right. Tina said, my bad, Uncle Crispy got me all fired up. <laughs> what Crispy say? All right. Let's smoke some more. And uh, we're going to talk about Jordan Battle real quick. And then we're going to do the next draft order race. And uh, this one's going to be for Boy Meets World draft All right. Okay. Got my bull pack. Got my wee. Got my bong out. All right. So Jordan Battle, 61209. 17 reps <laughs> at the combine. A 45540. So uh got some wheels as well. And he played 53 games at Alabama, 3,000 uh snaps. Yeah, so he played even longer than Branch did. And uh, let me see. Branch was born in 01. So, yeah, Battle's one year older than him. And uh, Tino said someone's got to be Vader (laughs) from Boy Meets World. That'd be a classic character right there. Classic, classic character right there. And uh, all right. Let's smoke this bowl. And uh, oh, I guess uh, I guess things that we didn't mention today on the news were uh, the Bengals. They uh, they um, what they they did the fifth year option on Joe Burrow, and then the Vikings uh, fifth year option um, happened on Justin Jefferson as well. Still need to be able to get these deals done. We'll see if they happen before the season starts, though. So don't forget, Antonio Johnson, someone who probably going to be drafted in the second round somewhere, <clears throat> but um, based on landing spot, could be someone who's IDP relevant uh, right out of the gate. Now, it's all about landing spot, but these second round like safeties, if they're put in a position where they could start right away, I mean, Javon Holland, um, Jordan Brisker, you know, like two safeties who pretty much in back-to-back drafts here, that I can uh, that I can point to second round guys who got to start right away and who are IDP relevant kind of right away as well. All right, and here we go with uh, Jordan Battle. And it throws, it's intercepted, oh. picked off, and this might be a touchdown. Battle is in for the tide. You hawk that ball. His ball hawking right there. Some real legitimate results. Rogers. Another ball. Another hawk. Intercepted. And on the return is Battle. And you can make it a pick six. Jordan Battle. And how good. Ball hawking. Got the wheels. Intercepted by Alabama. And this one's going. Is that Levis? (laughs) Off the wheel, Levis. Another conversion. Play fake. Howard hit as he throws down field. And picked off at the 21 yard line. Intercepted by Jordan Battle. That was a nice one. Byron Young that had the pressure. 
And Marty said, LOL, Levis again. Yeah. How's Levis not good and he's creating highlight reels for some of the best IDP players in the nation? And a toss to Tank Bigsby. Flip Bigsby up right there. Number zero. Nice open field tackle. I battle there. Good protection. Here's a downfield shot. Neighbors, the true freshman was well covered. Stride for stride. For him. Jordan battle. Oh, holding him a little bit, but safety <laughs> rarely targeted. Another opportunity here for the Hawks. Damn, look at that. All over Tino said, I can't wait for football. I know, right? As the tide were ready and waiting, Jordan battled. He's done a heck of a job, though. Everywhere he's been. There's the slant as he was looking for Austin. All over it. All over it. They pick up another fourth down. Corral scans the field. Flushed. Sanders giving chase, throws late and out of bounds. Alabama takes over. Whatever their guys do the best. Dady dragged down behind the line of scrimmage. Christian Harris again. Let's see one more here. Of the quarter, full out blitz. Ben oh, versus Georgia. Bob's one. Nobody ah. home. Incomplete. Get a good play. Let's finish on a good play. Oh my God! He said Matt Corral. Johnson gets it off. The catch is made underneath again by that the young tight end. Bash, you just caught the touchdown. Man, so there we go. Jordan Battle. Jordan Battle on our IDP radars now. Dude loves to hit. Look like and man, he's uh, just a nose for the ball. So yeah, Jordan Battle. Gonna be a second rounder, more than likely, and. Yeah, I mean, landing spot is going to determine a lot, but uh, him, Johnson, and Brian Branch. Those are the three guys who I'm really excited about. Out of all this, I mean, a lot of these guys are better for uh, – a lot of these guys are better for uh, real life. Uh-oh. What is this? Uh-oh, hold on. Is this true? Is this some fake news? Hold on. Just had a notification come in. No, never mind. I think it was Fugazi, whatever I saw. Um, but yeah, so Brian Branch, Antonio Johnson, and Jordan Battle. Those are the three safeties for IDP who we uh, who we should be looking out for for their landing spot during the draft, and we should be looking out for in our IDP uh, in our rookie drafts as well. And Tina said, "Yeah, it's true. Dallas got CMC." <laughs> Was that a rumor that you just put out on social media? That. Uh... <laughs> Is that, uh, is that a rumor you just put out on social media that uh, just hit my hit my phone with the noties? <laughs> oh, man. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about some linebackers. Linebackers a little bit more uneventful because <clears throat> uh, it's really all about landing spot. Like for these, uh, 
really all about landing spots for these linebackers. And I'm not super excited to even talk about like the edge rushing linebackers. Like, I mean, we talked about those guys with the defensive lines, uh, the Will Andersons, the Tyree Wilsons of, uh, of the world. Um, we're really going to try to condense this more to like the interior, uh, the interior linebackers. Antonio said, yes, the Jets did get Buda Baker, man. That would be, that would be something <laughs> that would be fucking dope. And let me see, where's the Buddha drop? <coughs> All right. Now, let's get our 100-yard rush on. Let's get it. Let's see. So, Boy Meets World draft. Who do we got in here? We got me. Chaotic Ghost Monkey Titans for Life Our homie Q-Tip Scott Who goes by Unknowns <laughs> um, New Guy Hunter Goes by Mike Hardon Mike Hardon <laughs> We got big tons In this one we got Zoo Crew in this one. We got Brock Nate in this one. We got Song in this one. And we got Sticky Picky in this one as well. Let me send out a few messages here. Everyone know we're about to do the draft order race. Get your asses over here. All right. All right. Send out a few of these messages here. Okay. Ghost Monkey, Titans, Q-Tip, Unknown, uh, Hunter, Big tons. Zoo crew. Uh, and song and sticky. All right. There we go. And Antonio said, who's Eric? Let's see. Does anybody have, who has their characters? So we got Titans is Corey. Ghost Monkey's Mr. Feeney. 
and that's it. That that's it. So, uh, man, man, I need to pick my character right now. And uh, man, who do who should I pick as my character? Because Eric is a classic character. Um, let's see. I mean, obviously, Sean is a classic character. Mister Turner classic character vader is a classic character as well and it would be on brand right from uh, i mean also joey the rat and frankie stacchino damn and uh, what up titans there we go sticky in the house what up zeb oh harley kiner yeah antonio so harley kiner frankie stacchino that's the bigger one uh the one from remember the titans and all that and then joey the rat He's the little one. But then they also had the other one. Remember Griff? Uh, yeah, Harley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when his, his sister was in an episode and uh, revealed that his name is Harvey. <laughs> and he got so pissed when Corey said it. It would be funny to be the 90-year-old Corey. You remember that episode where uh, <coughs> he's, like, dating that girl, Wendy, and they, they show him and Sean as old men. <laughs> and he's like, they want you to take the roles. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the roles or whatever they were saying. Who? What? They want you to take the roles. <laughs> oh, man. Straight savages. Zeb said, traded Jordan Love and the 3.4 for Burrow. Uh, great, man. Like, that's an awesome trade. <laughs> you remember that, Antonio? They want you to take the rolls. <laughs> he was stealing everything. <laughs> stealing all the sweet and low and everything. He was just such a savage. <laughs> Old man Corey is a thief. <laughs> Damn it. Who should I be? I have no idea. We're going to have to come back to this. <clears throat> we got time. We got time. All right, everybody. Give me the number between 1 and 69. 69, dudes. And Tony said, I got the whole DVD set. I remember it all. Man, I love it. One of my favorite shows of all time. I got it on DVD. And then, of course, Disney Plus. You know, we got that and Hulu and uh, ESPN with the bundle. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, I always go back and watch old episodes. And I think I'm, uh, yeah, they have a podcast now. It's uh, Topanga, Sean, and uh, and Eric have a podcast. And they're bringing some of the characters on. Um, bringing some of the old actors on to uh, to talk about old episodes and all that stuff. It's been pretty fun. It has been pretty fun. All right. And Tina said, anybody buy a Sunday ticket yet? I think I'm going to buy it right before like June 1st. Because I think that's the uh, that's the deadline, right? I think I'm going to buy it right before June 1st. Because who knows? Maybe they'll have a better deal even before then. But yeah, to save the hundred bucks, I mean, it's almost worth it locking it in a couple months early. All right. We got uh, Antonio said my favorite is when they peed on the cop car when they were drunk. <laughs> that one's a funny one. Hell yeah. And Marty said, 69, dudes. Let's get it. A 55 from Zoo Crew. 
And ha, Marco with the 3.5. I like it. I need an eighth of sticky gooey. <laughs> and song with the 55. All right. And Antonio. 69, dudes. Titans with a 42. 16 for Sticky. Uh, no, Tino, there's two options. And yeah, Titan said, how much is it? So if you have YouTube Premium, it's uh, $250 if you lock it in before, uh, if you lock it in before June 1st. And if you don't have YouTube Premium, it's $100 more. It's Three fifty, and you still save the hundred if you lock it in before uh, June first. And I mean, for me, that's less than a hundred dollars a month, you know. And like, really, I mean, shit. As many amount of games as as we're going to be watching, it's going to be worth it. And uh, when you boil it down, I mean, let's say it is a hundred dollars a month. I mean, that's twenty five a week. Like for my football addiction, uh, I can. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely um, validate that purchase because you couldn't even get uh, you couldn't even get the Sunday ticket without uh, without having direct TV. So that was like another thing. All right. What up, Nate? Put in a number between one and sixty nine. Sixty nine. We are. So what we do uh, for these draft order races, everyone puts in a number. I add up all those numbers and then we average it out. And that's how many times the deck gets shuffled. And the deck is really our, our avatars that are kind of behind my little screen here. And I'll wait for you to throw it in. Uh-oh, and Sticky, he went with Sean Hunter now. Uh-oh. Yeah, change your names, guys, if you care to, and choose... Choose a character. It's always more fun when we get to like choose the characters as well. And Crispy said, let me in. <laughs> You're not in this one, are you, Crispy? No. What? Which one are you in? You're in... Uh... Dang it, Crispy. You're not in any of these ones that we're doing uh, today because we're doing Full House right after this. And then uh, we're doing fast times at Ridgemont High. That's going to be a fast draft at uh, a fast draft at five today. Uh, the the drafts that we're filling right now, Jay and Silent Bob slow draft. We got four spots left there. Uh, Saved by the Bell fast draft and Entourage slow draft. And Sticky said, I guess I'll go, Sean. My name's uh, <laughs> name is shared, just spelled, yeah. Yeah, his is S-H, his is S-E. All right, here we go. So 309, um, Nate didn't get a number in. So let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 44 is the number we got here. And Titan said, you need a Family Matters group. We already got one, bro. That one was uh, the number seven. Yeah, the number seven division. Fresh Prince was number six, and Family Matters was number seven. Yeah, here is uh, 
here's all the movies that we've had so far. Avengers Endgame, Pulp Fiction, Half-Baked, Jackie Brown, Dazed and Confused, Pineapple Express, Reservoir Dogs, The Warriors, Boogie Nights, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Jay and Silent Bob. And then for the TV series, we've had Breaking Bad, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the cartoon, Fresh Prince, Family Matters, The League, Eastbound and Down, Boy Meets World, Full House, Saved by the Bell, and Entourage. Ooh, Dennis said you should do Ballers after Entourage. I like it, bro. I like it. Ballers is a fucking dope-ass show. And, uh, and Tino said, how do we not have Star Wars, bro? Well, we just haven't gotten there, man. We're going to have probably like 100 of these divisions. Star Wars will be there. We might even have, you know, six, rend- you know, we might even have the first six renditions like of it. Who knows? And it really takes people um, suggesting it who are going to be in it as well. All right. Devo said, I want another slow and fast. All right. So we'll lock you in to the Jay and Silent Bob and the Save by the Bell. There we go. And actually... All right, let me send Devo the links here. All right, this is for a J and Silent Bob and Saved by the Bell. There we go. All right. And yeah, Tino, last year it was uh, 256. Let me see, 21, 252, 252 last year. So yeah, this year, I mean, we're filling up divisions 20 and 21. We only had 21 divisions last year. Um, so this year, just in April, we've done, we've drafted almost as many divisions as we had in last year. So the, uh, the buy-in is half as much as it was last year. Um, since we're doing it this way, I figured it would be uh, it would be real easy to uh, get way more divisions, make it half as much uh, so people would uh, want to play in like four times as much. All right. Stoner math. Okay. We need the yards traveled per rush and the time. Per rush and Tina said, damn, uh, you were in uh, 250 leagues. I said, oh, my God, I wouldn't be able to watch football. Uh, Every play would screw me over. No, 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 no. Sorry. There was only 21. There was only 21 divisions last year, 252 teams total. So 12 team uh, divisions. And let's see. Well, they were. Yeah, last year the uh, all twelve or all twenty one they were they were in the same division for the best ball or all in the same uh, uh, same tourney. Uh, this year it's going to be like we're gonna 
I think like if we do, let's say we do a hundred of these, I think the first 50 are going to be like in the playoffs, like together. And then the final 50 are going to be in the playoffs together. And then both of those will meet in the, uh, in the overall finals. And yep. Got it. Devo you demand. All right. Now we need, let me see. Uh, Titans, you give me the minimum yards traveled per rush. That's between one and five. Um, who else is in here? Um, Zoo Crew, you still in here? Nate, you still in here? Um, let me see. Kidda, you give me the max yards between six and ten. All right, Titans, I went five. And Tino, you give me the minimum seconds. We, we got to do two hours. So we got to do these draft order races and I'm done. Oh, oh my gosh. And uh, um, who did I say? Tino, give me the minimum seconds between one and four. And Devo, give me the max seconds between five and eight. And let's see how this goes. And then we'll set up this draft. We'll start it. Eight, it always starts with eight-hour clocks. So... And then we'll get uh and then we'll get full house. Seven for Devo. Got it. And don't forget, guys, we got a couple teams left that we gotta fill for tomorrow's box break. We got the Falcons, Panthers, Browns, Jags, Patriots, Giants, Bucks, Titans, and don't forget, uh two we have two boxes from 2020. And then two of the blaster boxes are uh, are from 2022. Uh, no, so um, Zoo Crew, this is uh, the Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's the one that we're doing at 5 o'clock today, 8-year eight, eight time. Uh, Full House is another slow draft that we did, but you're in that one as well. Uh, Zoo Crew, give me the uh, minimum seconds per rush between one and four. I didn't get a number there from uh, whoever I asked. <coughs> Let's get it. There we go. Let's see that number so I can lock it in. All right. <coughs> Three from Zoo Crew. <coughs> All right. <coughs> Find your guy. Find your guy. I said, are you ready? And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Here we go. Let's see how it works being all maxed out. Uh-oh. Song, Chaotic, and Big Tons out in front. Uh-oh. Titans. Oh, his guy was going fast, and he got stuck in a little bit of mud. Big Tons and Song, Zoo Crew, and Chaotic, and Titans kind of all out in front. Who's it going to be? Man, me and Unknown are bringing up the rear. 
Not cool. Big tons. Man, just out in front. Big tons out in front. Song chaotic. Right behind. My guy's catching up a little bit. Come on. Push. Push. <laughs> and Grisby said, Red, you fats loves. <coughs> and Kidda said, Tons, no anchor today. Uh oh, Brock Nate just took <coughs> the lead. Oh, Brock Nate got first. Big Tons got second. Oh, who's it going to be? Unknown third. Q tip fourth. I got fifth. Titan sixth. Chaotic seventh. Song eighth. Zoo crew ninth. Mike Harden, 10th. Sticky, 11th. Ghost Monkey, 12th. All right. Let me... Let's, uh, let's get the order. And then we're going to start this. And then we'll do the other one here in, uh, in a minute. Yeah, Sticky said, who put rocks in my shoes? <laughs> so funny. Mama said, there's my magic shoes. <laughs> Brock Nate got first. This is his first draft with us as well, too. Coincidence? Who knows? Where's Big Tons? There we go. Unknown and got third. Q-tip, fourth. I got fifth, not too shabby. <laughs> got 12th, like three picks in a row, and then I think last one I got ninth. Oh, man, right next to Titans at number six. Ah. Chaotic got seven. Song got eighth. Zoo Crew got ninth. Mike Hardon, 10th. <laughs> Sticky Picky got 11th. Sean Hunter. And bringing up the rear, Ghost Monkey, a.k.a. Mr. Feeney in this one. <laughs> and Kidda said, I'm going to be baked as fuck for the fast time draft. Might do some crazy shit. Let's go, bro. I like it. All right, let's go start this draft. Actually, let's make sure eight hour clocks, right? Eight hour clocks to start. We do eight hour clocks for the first three rounds. There we go. All right. Now, this is for the full house. I pretty much just put everyone in the order of whoever, uh, like when you join. Q-tips in this one also. Unknowns is in this one also. Uh, hey, hey, Dylan is in this one. Actually, we'll put him as Malone status. Big Tons. Zoo Crew. 
Ooh, Brock Nate is in this one as well, too. Picky. Phil. Get a, ooh, and Bogart is in this one as well. Let me uh let me send out some messages to everyone real quick. Actually, I can't let everyone already know that. We just got to let Dylan know. All right. Actually, and then everyone else. And uh, Tina said, Bogar is absolutely 100% scot-free. <laughs> Titan said, give me one of them big butt wide receivers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> Sir Joe Mix-a-Lot. All right. Ghost Monkey, what up? All right. Well, he put his number in already for this one. Everybody, give me a number between 1 and 69. 69, dudes. Let's get it. All right. Smoke another bowl. Every time, like just anything of weed, I've just been thinking of half baked. Uh, watched it uh, twice for four twenty, <laughs> and uh, Sir smokes a lot. It's just so fucking funny. He pulls out his weed. Mm, love weed. <laughs> oh man! All right, give me the numbers, guys. Give me the numbers. Man, Full House has some good characters also. Get out of here, man. You're going to get in trouble eating all the ice cream. <laughs> Tina said, have you seen Half Baked on Weed, man? That's the way to do it. <laughs> what? What? Red Team Go. Red Team Go. <laughs> All right, so we had a 21 from Ghost Monkey. We had a 69 from 69, Marty. A two from Kidda, trying to lower that average. I like it. Zoo Crew with the 34.5. So we rounded that up. I usually round it up. And Antonio said chocolate ice cream sounds so good right now. Yeah, yeah, it does. He made it look good, too. All right, give me some more numbers, guys. Give me some more numbers. <coughs> or we're just going with that. One, two, three, four, five. One from Tino, six. All right, there we go. Now, this one's different because everyone's given the high numbers before. Oh, Antonio. Okay, my bad. I didn't see the 42.0. It's because the bong was right there. All right, let's do this again. Okay, one from Tina. We'll go backwards. 35 from Zoo Crew. 
two from Kidda. 42.0 for Antonio. 69. 69, For Marty. And then 21 for Ghost Monkey. And that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Sticky Picky. There we go with 16. All right. 186 divided by seven. 26.57. So we'll round that up to 27. There we go. Let's get it. All right. Let's see. Stick A. Give me the minimum yards traveled uh, per rush between one and five. Uh, who else is in here? Kid, are you in here somewhere? Uh, Zoo Crew. You give me the max yards traveled per rush. That's between six and ten. Kidda, minimum seconds between one and four. And who else? And Ghost Monkey, still in here. Give me the max seconds per rush. That's between five and eight. All right. Three for Sticky. Hey, hey, Dylan in the house. What up, homie? D-Bish in the house. All right, let's see. And Zoo Crew was one of them. And then, let's see. All right, six for Zoo Crew. And eight for the Ghost Monkey. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Find your name on the list here. Find your name on the list here. And uh, I'm going to make my pick on the Pineapple Express draft. Ooh, two picks back to back. All right. Hmm. Man, it's all ugly over here. You know what? All right. Go Rashad Bateman and Cortland Sutton. This is looking ugly. Ghost Monkey, it is on you, dude. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I said, Are you ready? And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Let's get it. Ooh, nobody was shot out of a cannon there. <laughs> Everybody started slow as hell. <laughs> oh, man, what is up with this one? We're all going so slow. <laughs> Everybody is, and we're all caught in a little clusterfuck right in the middle. Oh, man. Run. Run, Forrest. Run. Me and Ghost Monkey out in front. A zoo Crew and Sticky Picky. Very close. <coughs> and Dylan said we're all stoned. I know in this one, for sure. <laughs> like, man, what is going on? This shit is fucking insane. And Sticky said, well, some of us just had a race. We're tired. <laughs> 
<laughs> Our avatars are literally running like they just ran a race. <laughs> Ghost Monkey is out in front. Zoo Crew just caught up and passed me. Come on, run. Come on, run. This is We're all going so slow. <laughs> Make the push. <coughs> Tito said, did Bogey just run backwards? <coughs> oh, man. And Dylan said, mushroom tripping. Come on. Come on. These last 25 yards are going to be brutal. Let's get it. Unknowns is catching up. Man, this, this one is the craziest one ever. And seriously, are there distractions on the field? This is the craziest one ever where we're all just going so damn slow. Come on, make a push. <laughs> make the push. Come on. <coughs> make the push. Who's going to get it? <coughs> oh. I got it. I got first. Unknowns got second. <laughs> Dylan said a fan ran on the field. Ghost Monkey third. Malone fourth. Zoo Crew fifth. Kidda sixth. Brock Nate seventh. Bogart eighth. Q-Tip ninth. Phil tenth. Sticky Picky, 11th, and Big Tons, 12th. There we go. I said uh, there's got to be an offensive line 100-yard dash. <laughs> oh, man. Sticky got 11th in both. How, bro? How? Bad luck. All right. So this one was for the full house. Let me set the time real quick. And let's set the order. Yeah. I never get first. Got it. Unknowns got second. Ghost Monkey third. Let's see. And Ghost Monkey is Walter. Oh, man. The goofy little duck-faced kid. <laughs> oh, man. Good uh, good character there. And let's see. Dylan. Uh-oh. He changed it to, to the woo. I like it. I like it. And uh, Sticky said, my, uh, Hustler got the Mahomes pick. Nice. Hell, yeah, man. Got to lock it in. Got to lock it in with Mahomes. Zoo Crew got fifth. And Kidda says he's not getting Kelsey, though. Yeah. Nope. Can't. Not if uh, not if we're all the way at the front there. <laughs> Antonio said, Walter, that's funny. So hilarious, man. Uh, where's Kidda? Ooh, the Oldsmobile. The Dynamic 88 for Kidda. I like it. And that's the is that the one on the on the opening credits, Kidda? And Brock Nate. Seventh, Bogard, eighth, Q-Tip, ninth. Ha! Phil chose Joey Gladstone. Cut it out. 
Let's see. Sticky picky. Uh-oh. Jesse Consopolis. <laughs> I like it. And Big Tons. Bringing up the rear. Let me make sure. All right. We're on eight hours per pick. Let's get in the draft room. Let's start it. And then boom. Let's lock in my homes, baby. All right. There we go. Okay, and unknown. Okay, yeah, Kenneth said opening scene. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. All right, we're going to get up out of here. We'll be back in like an hour, hour and a half, and uh, fast times at Ridgemont High Draft. Let's get it. It's going to be super dope. We'll see you guys then. Peace out. Uh Uh-oh, Josh Allen off the board. Peace out. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.